This is the Data Career Podcast, where we talk about everything you need to know to have an amazing data career. I'm your host, Avery Smith, and I couldn't be more excited that you are here. In this episode, we did an Ask Avery session where, man, we answered everything and anything. We basically bounced between what it takes to be a data engineer, to how to do forecasting, to the difference between data analyst, data engineer, and data scientist. We talked about data science and analytics masters and the difference between the two. Talked a little bit about how being a solopreneur is going, um, as well as the most difficult thing to learn as a data scientist. So lots to cover in this session, kind of a free-for-all, ask anything that happens, but I hope it can help you in your data career. Let's go ahead and hop into it. up everyone happy monday i hope you guys had a fantastic weekend i am coming at you live at 8 41 mountain standard time to do an ask me anything ask avery show literally we can do whatever you guys want today i was supposed to have someone come on the show and ask me some questions but they did not show up you're seeing a developing pattern um, but with that being said, I am on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Hi, Instagram. Uh, hi, Betty. How are you doing? And we got uh, Panisam here, too, on Instagram. How are you guys doing? On LinkedIn, we got Udom. Udom, good morning to you. hope you're doing well. So um, literally, this is the Ask Aver Show where you guys can ask me anything you want uh, according to data, according to LinkedIn, according to develop a personal brand. If you want to learn more about data science, if you want to learn more about data visualization, if you want to learn more about Python, if you want to learn more about my bootcamp data career jumpstart, this is the time to ask me any question. So go ahead, feel free to ask me any question you would like. Now is the time. Go ahead and throw them in the comments, whether you're on Instagram or whether you're on YouTube or LinkedIn. Go ahead and Put your question into the comments and I will take them. I'll be doing this for about uh, 20 minutes today, I think. Ayush, what's good? How you doing? Joining from, from Instagram. Hope you're well, brother. Uh, we have Raman and Radha here on LinkedIn. Hope you guys are well as well. All right. So go ahead and put any sort of questions you have about data science in the comments. And in the meantime, I'm going to show you guys. Look at, look at this. Ready? Look at this new hat I got. How cool is that? Data career jumpstart. I'll show Instagram down here. Data career jumpstart. I'm stoked on this new hat. It's pretty sweet. Um, we're coming up to launch day for the uh, data career jumpstart. So it's coming up. August 18th is when my bootcamp will be launching. I'm super excited about it. We're, we're gearing up. Udom says, bro, what's good, bro? How you, what's up? All right, we got a question here. We got two questions here. Perfect. We're going to take these questions. All right. Shuaib on LinkedIn says, I have 11 years of experience in supply chain ERP. I am interested in data engineering. Can you advise me the path, please, including suggested courses? Okay. Absolutely. So you have supply chain ERP interested in data engineering. 
Okay, so if I was interested in data engineering, this is what I would do, okay? I would first make sure I know how to program, okay? So that's my first question is, do you know how to program? Because data engineers use a lot of programming, okay? So you need to know how to program. Probably in Python, that is probably the number one thing that you need to know. Um, so start there. If you don't know anything, start with Python. Okay, the second thing you're going to need to know is SQL, okay? You're going to need to know database structure. So I'd, I'd question, how good is your SQL, okay? That is what I would do next, is make sure you know SQL. In terms of courses that you can take, um, I mean, there's lots of Python, there's lots of SQL courses out there. Uh, Danny's Danny Ma's, uh, what is it, Seriously SQL or Serious with SQL is really good and really cheap. I think it's like 30 US dollars. Um, it's very, I trust Danny. Danny's a smart guy, fun guy. I would definitely check out his course if you want to learn SQL. Python, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know what to suggest, to be honest. Just learn some Python. And then you're going to need to know some sort of cloud and infrastructure and systems. And for that, I would recommend Towards Data Engineering by Andreas Kretz. He has an academy with a bunch of videos. Definitely check those out. Um, Andreas and, uh, and Joe Reese's book that's coming out soon. Those are the two resources that I would use. All right. We got a question on Instagram. I'm going to take this Danny Ma, D-A-N-N-Y-M-A. I'll tag him too, um, after this. Um, but yeah, his, his stuff seems really good. All right. Panism on Instagram. I'm a decision scientist. Cool. And viz expert. I want to change my job. What should I focus on? Well, panism, what do you want to change your job to? Like, what do you want to be instead of a decision scientist and a viz expert? Or, or is that like what you want to go more into is being more of a viz expert? Like where I understand where you are now, but where do you want to go? Because uh, what you should focus on really depends on where you want to end up. I've been really thinking about Alice in Wonderland recently and the Cheshire cat. And the Cheshire cat basically, or Alice comes to the cat and is like, hey, which road should I take? And the cat's like, well, where do you want to go? And Alice is like, I'm not totally sure. And the cat's like, well, it doesn't matter which path you take. Oh, you want to change your job as to stay in the same field. I see. I see. Um, so, yeah, if you want to change your job to stay in the same field, um, I mean, why do you want to change your job? You want more flexibility. You want a different like industry. Um, you just want like better pay um, for a data science interview. I would basically say, you need to focus on making sure your LinkedIn is up to date because I think there's a lot of good things that can happen on LinkedIn, right? So make sure you've updated your, your LinkedIn and it looks good. Everything's accurate, okay? Then make sure your resume is up to date and it looks good. Um, and then I would just try to focus on networking because I think like the best jobs you can get are, are through networks. So who in your network is hiring? You know, whose company is hiring? Who do you know that works there? Uh, whenever you're trying to change jobs, networking is the number one way to get the best job option. Does that answer your question, Panism? I'm not totally sure uh, if it does or not. Um, thank you, Gilbert, for helping me out here, helping with the Danny Moss spelling. It, I use StreamYard to do these live casts, and they don't let me comment on LinkedIn. So I appreciate you having my back there. Okay, so hopefully that helped. Um, let's go up here. I saw that... Uh, Maliswari says, great to be back, bro. Yep. Weekend, right? It was a fun weekend, but good to be back in the office doing things. We're going to go back up here to Utam. Could you explain forecasting technique? Um, Utam. 
So there's a lot of different ways that you could do forecasting. Okay. Um, some of them are more simple and some of them are more complicated. Um, I can't like sit here and explain all of them in, in great depth. Um, but if you're interested in forecasting, definitely one of the best things to first learn is Arima. Okay. Arima is very cool. I think it's what it's called, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm going to double check just to make sure I'm not sounding like an idiot. I don't ever remember the name for things, but yeah, it's autoregressive integrated moving average. Okay. And it's a, it's like the best way to start with time series forecasting. Um, basically it's like you, you have a line and then you add some period to it and then you add some trend to it. You know, that's basically Arima, but Arima is like one of the easiest ways to get started with time series forecasting. Um, if you're starting from scratch, that is where I would begin. Okay. A couple more questions here. Raman says, I want to change my career from oil and gas to data science. Please share your opinion. If you want to go from oil and gas to data science, the number one key is just to start doing it. It's just to literally, you need to find a way to use data in your job. Okay. So start using data in your job today, start putting it on your resume. And then outside of your job, you need to start learning. So whether you're going to be, you know, learning by yourself or you're going to be learning in a formal situation, you just need to choose one or the other. Both are good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, let me see if I can, uh, I never, I don't ever know how to do this. Hold on. Let me see. Um, how do I, I want to show my background. I have my background here, but I don't know how to show it. Let me see. Let me try one thing. Um, stop. Well, I flashed it up on the screen, but the point is there's the map of data that I made and there's many ways to get to the kingdom of data, whether that is the bootcamp express, the master SS masters, the self-learning steps. There's lots of ways to get there. It just is a matter of deciding what best matches your situation and your personality. Am I someone who likes to learn on my own? Am I motivated? Do I like to learn in groups? You know, um, how fast do I want it to take? If you want to be fast, a bootcamp is the best way to go. I am biased. I think the best way to go from data or sorry, from oil and gas into data science is via data career jumpstart. But once again, I am very biased, obviously, but basically I'm making data career jumpstart the exact path that I would take right now. If I had to go from engineering into data science, this is what I would do. Um, but the key is just, you know, you have to decide how you learn, what learns best, what's the best way to learn for you. And then you got to go for it. Um, and whatever you do, make sure you do lots of extra personal projects because those are what set you apart and actually help you break into the field. I did want to say we, we got hello to Will Fan here and Sky Techbot. How are you guys doing? Good morning on Instagram. Okay. Um, got some more questions going on. Oh, nice. Danny saw it. So Danny's here. If you guys were interested in the SQL course, check it out. Datawithdanny.com. I think that's one of the best and cheapest ways to learn SQL. All right. Um, Utmom says, I have IoT data. How do I do forecasting? Um, what type of IoT data do you have? But basically the way it works is you have a time series. So we have X axis is time. Y axis is some value you're tracking. And you're basically using historic trends, what's happened in the past to predict the future. I think I need to talk to you a little bit more, a little bit more information on what you're exactly trying to do before I can help there. Um, okay, let's see. Do, do, do. 
Saeed, I have developed several actuary models and automated as well. Embedded value is one of my finest models developed in Python so far. I need to learn more models for IFRS17. Any help? I have no idea what that is. What is IFRS17? Never heard of that. Sorry. Tell me what that is and maybe I can help from there. Um, all right, here's another question here. Um, oh, I'm gonna say hello on Instagram to Oz Googer doll. <laughs> I'm sorry, I probably butchered your username. Okay, hey, so I'm currently working in healthcare analytics. And the thing is, the work isn't those typical full-blown analytics, but mainly involves pulling some numbers and based on some conditions. So I want to do an MS and DS. Do you think I'd be able to land an admit given I'm from a non-CS background and my experience not really reflecting a DS profile? Um, are you asking if you can get into a master's degree without having a CS degree? And the answer is totally yes. I mean, master's degree. To be honest right now, there's kind of a huge uh, cash grab for data science education. And I will admit, admittedly say that as someone who does data science education, right? But I can't tell you the number of universities who have reached out to me and asked me to teach their data science bootcamp. And guys, these people don't know anything about data science. They're just like, we have the brand name, you know, I'm, I'm going to make up universities. I'm not going to actually say who it is, but like SMU, they're like, oh yeah, we have SMU. Like we're a university. We just need like a data science bootcamp or a data science masters. Like let's go. And so they're kind of just putting together kind of shady programs to be honest, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Um, but they kind of accept anyone, <laughs> uh, not anyone, I guess, but a lot of people. Um, my degree in analytics from Georgia Tech, they accept a ton of people with non-CS backgrounds. I would, I would say for the majority, most of the people are. Um, so you can check that out. I'm, I need to get my review up online. I, I'm, I just submitted my last assignment for my master's degree. Um, so I've seen the whole program from beginning to start. And uh, it's okay. I don't think it's anything amazing. It's okay. But yes, totally with a non-CS degree, you can get into a data science uh, master's for sure. Um, but, but one thing I will say, Yasumitra, um, you're in healthcare analytics right now. I don't think you need the master's degree. I really don't. I really, if you're already in data and you're like a data analyst, I don't think you need the master's degree to do more exciting things. I think you need a new job to be honest, or you need to talk to your, your manager and just say, Hey, I'm bored, you know, help me out. Like, can I do something more interesting? Because the degree isn't what's going to make your job more fulfilling. A more fulfilling job is what's going to make your job more fulfilling. So I don't necessarily think you need the masters. Um, mm -mm. Yeah, Mali Suara agrees, says the, the same thing, basically. Uh, Asmita gave some other forecasting models. Uh, Arima Max, Profit, Arima, those are some time series forecasting models. Yeah, Facebook's Profit's pretty cool. I haven't... Dovin, Dovin. I haven't gotten too deep in that yet, um, but I've definitely seen that before. Um, there's other things like you could do more of a uh, what's it gonna call it? Uh, neural network based forecasting using Keras or TensorFlow. Uh, there's a lot of things you could get into, but I always recommend starting very simply so you can understand what's going on. Myra says IFR S17 International Financial Reporting Standards, focusing on insurance contracts. Curious if he's trying to build informative or predictive models. All right. So this is going back to what uh, Saeed said here um, about the actuary models. I need to learn more models for IFR S17. 
Oh, okay. And then Myra's asking, um, are you trying to build informative or predictive models? And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not very much help on the actuary front. Never done source some sort of financial risk loan analysis before. So I'm a little out of my field there. Um, in terms of what models to use, I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of actuaries, you know, you're using logistic regression. You're basically like, what is the probability that this returner, this person will return their loan? Um, but I'm, I'm sure you probably are familiar with logistic regression. So you're probably asking for something a little bit more complicated. And uh, I am probably not the right person to ask. Sorry, I don't know much. All right. Um, oh, I'm going to take this question. Yasumitra, is there a lot of difference between a master's in DA versus DS? So is there a difference between data analysis and data science master's? And to be honest, I don't think they... I don't think there really is at all, to be honest. Um, data science versus data analytics, data science and analytics, basically they kind of mean the same thing depending on who you ask. They don't really make a huge difference between the two. Um, they do kind of have the idea that analytics is done by an analyst and science is done by a scientist, but I don't think that's true at all. I haven't seen that in my career. Um, so I think they're actually pretty similar. They teach similar things. My degree was technically in analytics, but I mean, I could have taken all these crazy deep learning crazy classes. Um, and I could take, you know, business analytics classes. So even an analytics degree offers, you know, the same things that a data science degree would offer. I think they look pretty much the exact same on a resume analytics versus science. There's not really a difference to be honest. Um, okay. Going back up here. Oh, I kind of just answered this a little bit. Can you help me understand the difference between a data analyst, data engineer, and data scientist? Yeah, so what is the difference between a data analyst, data engineer, and data scientist? Okay, so let's start with a data analyst. Data analysts, they analyze things, they make charts, they like get data together, they make visualizations, they might be doing you know, some sort of statistics, some hypothesis testing, um, but they basically describe what has happened in the past. Most of the time, most data analysts are doing descriptive analytics, which means they do only focus on the present and the past. They do not focus on the future. That's not tr always true though, because some data analysts are a little bit more advanced and will have some sort of scripting capability in Python or R, um, and they'll be able to do predictive analytics to some sort of degree, you know, like we talked about time forecasting earlier, but maybe aren't as in-depth with like things like machine learning um, and cloud computing, those types of things. A data engineer is basically a person that moves data from point A to point B. They're in charge of storing data efficiently and effectively and moving it from different parts of the business to get to different people in the best way possible. They're also in charge of deploying and productionizing applications and tools. So that means they're good at cloud computing. They're good at databases. They know SQL really well. They're very familiar with like the, the cloud and cloud capabilities, AWS, Azure, GCP, those types of things. And finally, a data scientist is a little bit of all of that. Um, they're more interested in predictions in machine learning in modeling, but of course they still do data cleaning. They still do data visualization. And even sometimes they do some data engineering, but that's the difference between a data analyst, a data engineer, and a data scientist. Um, okay. What else? What else? Um, wow. We're almost at 20 minutes. So I'm probably going to head off in a second. I'll field all the questions that I have because I'm a little bit behind. What kinds of data science projects would you recommend for a beginner that is earlier in their career? 
What were some that you did? You can check all of mine out at averyjsmith.com in the portfolio section. Um, you can check out, I guess it's not all of them, but all the ones I have posted. Uh, definitely check out those. Um, I recommend doing data visualization if you're just getting started because they bring high value. They're interesting. They're flashy. They're catchy. And they don't take a lot of effort. So I recommend doing data visualization in something you're interested in or in a career you're interested in. So use things like Excel or check out Flourish or check out Flow Immersive and make some visualizations. Um, okay, let me see if I let me make sure I kept up with all these questions. Um, okay, how to start with machine learning? There are a lot of resources available. Yeah, learning machine learning is not necessarily easy. There's a lot of resources though that are out there for free. It's just kind of shifting through which ones you like and which ones you enjoy the most and how you learn best. Um, once again, I'm always biased, but I will say we teach machine learning and data career jumpstart. So that's a great way to learn. Um, if you're not going to do that way, you can always check out Kaggle.com. I really like Kaggle.com. I think it's one of the best resources for learning machine learning in an applied setting. Start with a Titanic data set. Start with the Boston housing data set. Start with the Iris data set. Those three data sets will have examples. You'll be able to understand the different algorithms and how they work and why they work. And then you can branch out from there. That's how I learned actually on Kaggle.com with those three examples. So if you want to learn the way I did, that is that is what I did. Um, do, 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 do. Um, there are different domains on which we can apply data science skill. How to decide which domain is best for me? I work in an insurance domain, but it doesn't excite me much. What domain excites you most? Oh, why did my Instagram quit? Darn it. All right, whatever. So how to choose a domain? Well, I think it depends. Um, you could either be domain specific or domain agnostic. Right now I am domain agnostic, meaning I don't necessarily, when I work for Snow Data Science, my uh, data science consulting firm, I do not have a specialty. I am not focused on one industry. I focus on any industry. And that is good and it's bad. It's hard because you can't really specialize, but it's fun, I guess. You learn a lot. Um, the trick to learning what domain you, you, well, always start, if you're transferring your career, you always need to start pretty much. It's always, it's the fastest and least expensive to start in the domain that you're already in. So for instance, I was a chemical engineer. So I started my data science career in the chemical engineering field. That is the fastest and quickest way to get into it. Once you're established, you know, how do you decide what you want to do? I don't know. It's like anything in life. How do you decide that that's exactly what you want to do by learning, by researching, by tra trial and error. Um, me personally, I love sports. So I think sports would be fun, but it's really hard to get into sports analytics. It's very competitive. It doesn't necessarily pay that well. Um, so, I mean, there's give and take with all of these different domains. It's just a matter of finding which one that uh, you like. Um, James Andrew says, Hey Avery, are you enjoying self-employed life? What's the high slash low point so far? Yeah, I do like working for myself and I do like the self-employment. Um, for those who don't know, I quit my nine to five in basically February of this year and I started my own business. So I run Snow Data Science, which is an analytics consulting firm. And I also run Data Career Jumpstart, as the hat shows, a data science online boot camp. Um, I love it. I mean, I, I get to pick my own schedule, um, which is still a lot of hours. I still work a lot. But uh, just a little bit more flexibility. Um, I can go on a hike in the midday if I want to. Uh, I can work extra. I mean, 
it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot on yourself, but it's a lot of fun to be honest. Um, let's see what has been the high point versus the low point. I think the high point was I took, uh, two and a half weeks off in June, uh, kind of last minute to go do a service trip in the Dominican Republic. And that was like the trip of a lifetime. And I wouldn't have been able to do that at Exxon or any sort of nine to five company. I mean, cause it was like 15 days of vacation, which you just, it's hard to find that. Right. Um, so that was pretty fun. I also say that was kind of the low point. <laughs> uh, cause I lost one of my biggest clients while I was gone. Understandably, they were like, oh, this guy's kind of crazy. He just leaves in the middle. I was in the middle of a project, but so that was probably, you know, there's consequences to everything you do. So, um, thanks for asking though, James. I appreciate that. Um, all right. What kinds of real world projects would you recommend to a beginner can learn slash practice data engineering? What projects, um, have you done early in your career? Well, it depends. I am not a good data engineer, so I haven't done many projects with data engineering. But one thing you could do as a data engineer is, you know, find something you enjoy, something that's interesting to you, maybe a favorite website, web scrape it, store the data somewhere and make some sort of machine learning model off of it. I, I, to be honest, I'm not a good data engineer. I'll admittedly say that, like, I'm not very good at it. Um, I, I haven't done a lot of projects in data engineering. I am more of data science and data, uh, like a data analyst. That's kind of like my bread and butter. I love data visualization and I love machine learning. So that's what I've done most of my stuff on. Um, I would definitely check out Andreas Kretz. Once again, uh, learn data engineering and uh, check out, he has lots of capstone examples and projects. Check out his page. I think it's called towards, no, no, it's called learn data engineering. I think that's, I think I said towards data engineering earlier, but it's called learn data engineering. Andreas Kretz, you can look him up. Um, okay. Getting to the end here. Troy, did you do your master's online? If yes, how is the program? So yes, I did my data science degree online through Georgia tech, the online masters of analytics. It was okay. It was nothing amazing. I liked it at first. It got worse as it got on. Um, it was okay. The, to be honest, it's nothing special. Um, I, I did really like it at first, but I kind of fell out of love with it about after two semesters, it kind of got a little bit boring. The, the instruction was okay. I really liked the peers. It was fun to interact with other people. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, some of the classes were good in the end. It's like 12 classes and like four of them were good. So it was like a fourth good, I guess. Um, but it's pretty cheap. It was $12,000. Um, so it's not that bad. Um, and I'm done with it now. So I'm glad to be done. Um, but I will say, I will say basically the way that I've structured data career jumpstart is to basically replicate the education of the master's degree at a fraction of the cost. Um, so master's degree at Georgia tech, about $12,000 data career jumpstart is $2,000. But when I launch the course, it's going to be pretty on sale in comparison. So we're talking, it's going to have, I can't say equal value yet, just because, I mean, it's going to take me a while to build up equal value, but it's going to be, Data Career Jumpstart is going to give you, you know, 80% of the value at a fraction of the, of the cost. So, um, okay. Last question here from Alfonso. Hello there. What is the most difficult path <laughs> to learn data science as a beginner? Oh, the difficult part. <laughs> I was like, okay, you want to take the most difficult path to learn data science? Don't do that. Take, take the easy path. Okay, what is the most difficult part to learn data science? Um, I think programming is a big barrier for a lot of people. 
if people can't program, it's, it's different, it's new. So you need to be able to program to be a data scientist. And that can be a big barrier to entry. Um, I don't think programming is as hard as people think it is. It's basically just talking kind of weirdly to a computer. Um, but a lot of people struggle with it. So that's probably my answer is the programming is probably a hard thing. And then people would probably say the math next. I don't feel like there's a ton of math um, that you have to like absolutely know and understand to your heart's desire. But um, people would probably say math next. I would probably say just breaking into the field. That's a struggle. Like knowing the career tips and knowing what to do, who to talk to, how to style your LinkedIn, how to style your resume. I think that's pretty hard for breaking into data science. Not necessarily the technical, but more of the, I don't know, the application. Hi, Sana. How are you? Hope you're well. Um, I've got to bounce. That was a half hour of Ask Avery. I hope you guys enjoyed. We kind of did some rapid fire questions. I'll be back on tomorrow as always. Hope you guys have a fantastic day and I'll see you later. Bye. All right. Episode is over. Please, if you liked this, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. It really helps us out and helps the podcast out. I so appreciate it if you do it. Thank you so much. Um, once again, Data Career Jumpstart coming out in less than 30 days. Check it out. Send it to a friend. Send it to your mom. I don't care who you send it to. Send it to someone that wants to break into data science. It's going to be an amazing program. Check it out, datacareerjumpstart.com.